Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome back with another episode of Podstalgic. This is a movie podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies, movies new and old. And for this one, we are doing an anniversary, uh, this time Total Recall for its 30th anniversary. Uh, I'm Peter, and joining me is, uh, you know, attached to me at the stomach. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mike, I'm Quato? <laughs> you are... That, that sounds kind of racist, dude. That's kind of a Latin name, dude. I don't know. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> Would you rather be my M- Melina? Uh, that's still racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. get away from it, dude. Yeah. Have we not I, learned from the from I, recent? I've been watching too much world. news. Clearly, yeah, too many news, dude. Too Which many channel news. do you watch? Um, all of them, all of <laughs> oh. them. Social oh. media and and yeah, yeah, it's rubbing off a little bit, uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, to, Total Recall, Mariano. Uh, before we get into, uh, how this, about this, yes, Peter? How about we do like either one of us? I can be the Mars to your terraforming, or vice okay. versa. Okay, all right. Because he doesn't really have a buddy buddy per se, right? In, no, in this not movie. really. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we can say that. Uh, before we get more into the movie, if you're joining us for the first time or a newer listener, uh, we like to re- revisit that weekend that this movie came out as well. Uh, the number one song at the time of this movie's release was Vogue by Madonna, but we also played it uh, during our Back to the Future 3 review. So uh, to play something different, all I want to do is make love to you by heart. You're not a fan of heart. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think we learned this during our La Bamba episode, if not yeah. one of those many episodes we've done together. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. That's just, okay. That's, I know, that's it's, just you. It's just me. It is just me, really. Yeah. It's like, uh, for some reason, pe- people like Ritz. Not a fan. I I don't like Ritz. Ritz you know what? I like Ritz with, this sounds a little, hear me out, people, with the uh, smoked o- oyster. Yeah, but you still eat them with them, right? Yes, but that helps. I will it. have <laughs> I will have grits with nothing because I don't want any of it. I want none of it. None of the grits. None okay. of it. Okay. That's me though. All Again, right. I'm weird. Yeah. Some no, people I, like I them with weird. Some, some people. Some people are weird. like them with uh, you know butter and with whatever. With ham, like maybe. It. Sure. People like it with shrimp. Some yeah. People like it with sugar. I guess that's a <laughs> blasphemy, but I don't know these. I don't know that world because it's not my world. The grit world is not mine. Right. 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 So that's yeah. Again, that and heart. Okay. All right. Um, the other movie that came out the same weekend as this is called Red Surf. Never heard of this movie. Uh, okay. That's what? <laughs> Any idea what this thing's about? Yeah. Uh, let me read this. Actually, it sounds interesting already because a, a certain a city sticks out. A surfer enjoys life with drug money together and with uh with his gang in 1980s. California. Uh, his girlfriend is pregnant and will not be in a house with drugs and guns and is going to Portland, Oregon. Can he quit the drugs, the gang, and that last big deal? This is more like up our alley because we're talking about California and we're talking about Portland, Oregon. I mean, this yes. has got us written all over it, Peter. What are we doing? Do- what are we doing talking about a popular movie like Total Recall and 
not talking about an obscure thing called red surf. Right. Which I thought was about a Russian invasion through like surfing somehow. I don't know <laughs> how that like would work. It's like surf ninjas mixed with Red Dawn. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me red that, surf. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, Red Surf, it, it looks like it was actually originally released in 1989 and maybe uh, not officially in the U.S. until 90. Yeah, that's what it looks like at least. Um, this actually stars uh, George Clooney. Wow. Doug Savant. Never heard of him, and Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Those Never names, heard of her both either. those names are familiar. I, I couldn't picture them in my, but I know the names. And uh, George Clooney must have been like really young. Yeah, he um, he almost looks like uh, Javier Bardem in the in the poster. Oh wow, a little bit. I wonder you know, the dark eyes, well, that jaw, the hair too. I'm sure. Um, the, the hair. Yeah. I wonder if this is pre or post Facts of Life, George Clooney. I don't know when Facts of Life came out. This might be post. Facts of Life was 80s, but I don't know when it... He was there in the later years, but I couldn't tell you what. Either way. Okay. That's too much George Clooney yeah. talk. I don't need to talk about him anymore. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Okay. I, I wonder if she is related to the uh, Michelle and uh, doesn't... I am a big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer. There you go. There's something you, I like. You have said that a few yes, times. You've big said fan. that a few times. Yeah, yeah. I am a big fan. Um... Let's see. I don't. I don't believe she is. I am just looking through here. She, younger sister of she wow. is. Okay. She, she is that Pfeiffer. Ah. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she is also sis, sister-in-law of David E. Kelly. We know him from TV. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So she is that Pfeiffer. Interesting. Um. So have you seen Red Surf? Let us know. <laughs> let us know what you think. Maybe, <laughs> that, maybe for the we'll one person who's seen it, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one person probably from Portland, Oregon, watched it because it says Portland, Oregon. Right. Uh, I wonder if the, the whole movie they never leave California because you know he he did put he did put down the drugs and guns. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe he did that. May- maybe I don't know. Maybe. Um, I do see that uh, a week later in 1990 would be the release of Dick Tracy. That is a movie that my brother and I uh, have reviewed as well. So if you guys want to check out Dick Tracy, just go back, I don't know, a couple years or something like that. That, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Mariano, if you haven't seen Dick Tracy in a while, it actually kind of plays off like uh, The Dark Knight, actually. I'm gonna, I, would, I, would like, I wouldn't mind seeing it again because I don't remember. I, I'm trying to remember. People were so-so about it when it came out, I think. You know, it was more of like, I think it was more of like a... Um, People who who liked this because it was comic, you know, it's comics. It's uh, the ma- the makeup, you know, like of the characters are so zany or whatever. If not at the least nominated, it might have won an Oscar for the makeup. Yeah, because the makeup uh, was really I, good. Because I I feel I feel like I I've talked about some of the awards it was at least nominated for or won, uh, including the one of those Madonna songs actually since she was in it too. Um, just a real brief uh, insight to to Dick Tracy for those that haven't seen it in a really long time. I think I said something like, you know, it actually plays off like a real gangster movie and they just happen to all wear colorful clothes. So it kind of makes it like a superhero gangster movie. It's actually pretty, uh, still pretty good in my opinion. Like if it was on Blu-ray, I'd buy it. Okay. I might have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, because you did check out that uh, Heart and Souls one time. I did. You know, and I told you, I and, you and you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it. So I had a good time watching that. Yeah. Shit, I might watch that again soon. Um, all right. Uh, let's get into the uh, Total Recall. This is the 1990. Did, did you ever watch that remake with uh, Colin Farrell? I tried to watch it. I don't think I ever finished it. I don't remember anything from it at all. I think it was just bland or it was trying to do too much and it just it wasn't really grabbing the attention, you know? They they tried to do a nod to the two weeks scene and it was a it was a misdirect. It was actually an actual lady saying two weeks, but but it Colin Farrell ended up being dressed as somebody else. Right. 
So they they try to do that, like, oh, remember that? Well, we're not gonna, you know, we can't fool you, you know. So we just do a little switcheroo thing. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be interested. That was before I became a podcaster too. So I'd be interested to go back in and re rewatch it critically. I don't know. But this one in particular, Mariano, is this one that you grew up watching often? Yes. Did Gina take you to the theater? I think yeah? this one may have... I don't think she took me to the theaters, but I know I saw it in the theaters. I'm trying to think if I saw it with friends, probably. I'm pretty sure I did. Either that or a cousin or something. But this is one that I really... You were in high school. Yeah. 17 years 17, old. 17. And uh, yeah, this is like one of my favorite movies like at that time. You know what I mean? Like Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was like... It was a uh, fun... I remember it being fun when I first saw it, and I really was excited about it. Okay. Uh, this... <laughs> I'll leave you hanging there for a second. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I thought there was more to that. No, that's about, uh, about it for that. Okay, I, I feel this kind of came on HBO. Um, this was not one of my favorite Schwarzenegger movies, not because I didn't like it or anything like that. I actually, uh, I don't want to say I love it either, but I, I liked it as a Schwarzenegger movie. I enjoyed the uh, the hologram scene where he's learning about that. Um, I think for me personally, I thought it was a little too hard sci-fi for me. Ah, uh, as a kid, like uh, this is written or this is directed by Paul Verhoeven, which uh, for those that have been listening to us since the inception, uh, Robocop was the very first movie review I've ever done, ever. And um, so I, I love that movie. And this is, you know, a little bit different, but you can kind of see the similarities and Verhoeven's style right. uh, as well. But um, it's a you're darker also style. talking about it yeah. is a darker style. But you're also talking about a kid who just, you know, two years previously loved the shit out of him in Twins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah, it's interesting because it's it's. I remember being innovative in filmmaking because you have, like you're saying, the hologram scene was cool. The uh, the body costuming, you know, the woman as she's going through the airport. The Ooh, ex- which woman are we talking? Oh, oh, that yeah. one in the um in the X-ray machine, like walk through the X-ray, yeah, kind of ahead of his time. Yeah. So that was those are all things that are like interesting because this is I didn't realize it was a story a short based on a short story by Philly uh, Philip K. Dick, right? And so that's kind of goes along with a lot of other stories that he's that he's done, you know, including the 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 short story that kind of led to um. To adjustment bureau. Well, there's, there's that. There's uh, there's a scanner darkly. There's um, but the big one, the the big one is uh, oh shoot, I can't with Harrison Ford, and I can't remember the name. Jeez, Louise, I'm getting old. Oh, Blade Blade Runner. Runner yeah, that's one too. Okay. So okay, didn't know that was him. Yeah, he's got he had a lot of um interesting writing because then, I mean, it, it's like some stuff's like okay, this is real shit, <laughs> but in a different form, right? Yeah. Ahead of their time, kind of thing. I think that Philip K. Dick. No, I don't think he did do um, Starship Troopers. That was somebody else. Never mind. No, uh, well, uh, that I'm not sure, but it's still a Verhoeven movie as well. Oh, int- oh, well, there you go. There's kind of the there's the same kind the of aesthetic, in. right? Right, right. Um, I think I heard on another podcast that originally that they were looking at William Hurt for this role, and I think had it been him, um, Total Recall wouldn't be the quote unquote classic that it is. It would have been a total different movie. <laughs> total different movie, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just because like, even the, the side characters alone, I don't know, would have been a big draw for this. But um, you think of some of those like classic 80s, late 80s movies for sure. Uh, they're kind of meh. Like, a franchise aside, but Rocky Four, right? Like, everyone loves that one just because it's so like different and over the top. Right. 
it's like half montage, if not like two thirds montage right. uh, in, in that movie. But uh, it's like one of the weaker ones, yet that's the one that people seem to love the most because maybe it's still rocky, right? You can say that about Rambo First Blood. Oh, that's, oh okay. That's definitely yeah, yeah. tonal shift from uh, First Blood. I mean, but everybody like remembers. Well, I remember when I was a kid, that was like a huge movie. It was huge. But it was a, it was a different, it was a much different movie than, than First Blood. You know, First Blood, right. I think, is a way better film. It's like a great, it's a okay. great movie, actually, if you've never seen it. Um, and But Rambo Part 2, you know, was just a whole different ballgame, to say the least. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is like some of these uh, movies, you just um, separate them from their franchises, whether they're the second or third sequel. The draw is still the name, you know, and, and uh, otherwise the movie wouldn't be that good. Dolph Lundgren, I can't tell you what he did prior to Rocky Four, but let's imagine, you know, Rocky Four. It's it's called something else. It's Dolph Lundgren and another actor, maybe, maybe a um, who's an '80s action star that that wasn't that huge, you know, like something like a Michael Dudikoff or something, <laughs> okay. or you know, so something like that. Like, it, w- would that Rocky Four version with him in it would that still be as beloved? Probably right, not. Probably not. <laughs> so with Schwarzenegger, that's the reason that I would watch. This movie, I don't know if it was cast by, with uh, William Hurt. I, I don't think I ever would have checked it out. If it would have been like a uh, Enemy Mine, you know, like I saw it one time and that's it. Okay, I uh, love Enemy Mine, by the way. Louis Gossett Jr., come on. Yeah, I, I, you know, I watched it like in high school and I found it boring. <sighs> that was before you understood cinema, Peter. It's a young Peter there. Uh, I don't know. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some truth in that. There's some truth in that because. For this review, uh-huh. I did enjoy it a lot more. Okay, but I was like, okay, I can see why as a kid I didn't really care for it like that. Like I, I would watch it if it's on USA, but it's edited. I think more often than not, I was probably you know just waiting for that triple boob scene, as you know most kids were. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I what what would you call it? No, that's that's what it is though. It's true. <laughs> this is exactly, it's what, exactly it is. what it is. Yeah. I just, you know, this is. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought like, yeah, that's kind of like that's one of those scenes where it's like, uh, yeah, that's memorable one. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's and some of those like aliens were a little scre- uh, creepy. Yo, scary they were creepy. like really like for like I don't remember them being they that. Good. They were that was good though. The whole thing about the mutation, right? The mutation yeah, being in yeah, the yeah. atmosphere and like low levels of oxygen and, and the rationing of water and all this other stuff. And I'm like, right. yeah, well, oh, they, you know what's interesting with that concept kind of similar concept uh the tv show the expanse mm. which i cover with allegra on tv at my brain just so you know That's if you right. ever watch yep, the yep, expanse yep. all on uh all the seasons are on prime amazon prime you can binge them all pretty awesome stuff but they do kind of take that similarity huh. in a way so basically they have explored the the um our solar system and so you have whole generations of people who have not grown up on earth they're out like by the belts you know by where the you know around different planets and because they've been away from earth for generations they their bodies have slowly mutated in a certain way there's less gravity Mm. slightly less amount of oxygen less you know water's ration all these different things because they're basically treated as an underclass basically uh they're they're mining the ice caps of these uh rings to send back to mars and earth and they get the you know basically the short end of the stick, and so they have like different, different like realistically speaking, like they have kind of like um, mutated to a different type of human, right? And they also have okay. like their own like language. In essence, they speak like the general language everybody does, but they also have like their own kind of like 
accents and different wording and stuff. So it's kind of dope how they how they created that world, the expanse. Everybody. Yeah, the, the, it sounds like it's probably some some inspiration from whether it was this movie or the um, the actual the books. Maybe yeah, it's an inspiration from a lot of sci fi. I'm sure you know source material. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so because this is a Verhoeven movie, he, I, I believe he likes to kind of recycle some of his uh, previous players. So we do get a return of Ronnie Cox, uh, who plays Coe Hagen here. Um, Melina, who I mentioned earlier, joked that, you know, that was you. Uh, Rachel Ticketon? Um, to content, I think. Okay. She, her. I don't know her from anything She's else. She's been in a few things. I, I looked her up afterwards. I'm all like, what happened to her? Because I thought she was pretty decent in this movie. And then... Just a few so. things here and there. She's um, oh gosh, is she the one that was in, like a lot of TV? There's a lot of TV. I think a lot of TV stuff. I do some TV. I mean, I do see, I do see some TV stuff that she's done. Yes. Uh, still don't know uh, any of those roles. Uh, Michael Ironside as Richter. Uh, Miss Michael Ironside. He's in everything, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> very recognizable face. Um, Sharon Stone as Laurie Quaid, who plays his quote unquote wife. Um, anybody else you want to mention? That's, I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for now. Um, so this idea of recall, this this company that uh, implants memory chips into your head or whatever it is, what, what do you even think about that idea? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know if I would do I it, like, but what's... to be honest, I mean, it's kind of there's a there's another um, kind of fairly new show that I watched recently called um, Download. It's also on Prime. Okay, I've, I've heard Dude, of that. Dude, it's actually really good. I mean, it's a comedy. Maybe dramedy, I don't know. And it's also like a love story. It's as a mix of things. But either way, it's pretty good because they have a lot of good the characters have good chemistry. But um it's the idea that if you if you download yourself as you're dying, you can live on forever, but it'll be virtual. So it's kinda similar. It's not quite the same thing, you know. So this is a way this yeah. is kind of this a similar action where you're like, Well, you go on a vacation, but you don't have to pay like full price to go physically there, it'll just give you memories. That's kinda weird, right. man. I don't know. I wouldn't do it, but that's just me. It's a good idea, but it, it sounds like a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be no, more mistakes. Can plus, the way that that company was going for going at it, they're like just brushing like mistakes under the rug. Like, oh, that, oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the guy who had to oh, look yeah. at lobotomized or whatever. Yeah, there's there's that. Then you have the the risk of maybe developing dementia over the years uh, because it you know deals with memory and right. stuff like that. Sounds like a, a, a lot of bad juju. But um, you know, we were kind of talking about some of the effects and stuff, and I know. Before we were supposed to record this before, um, you know, podcast blackout, we were participating in that, uh, you know, just trying to amplify the uh, black voices and not our own kind of thing. Um, we we were talking about, uh, or well, we briefly mentioned, I guess it was actually in our Back to the Future 3 review where we teased that we were going to bring up the, the use of miniatures, you know, which is kind of a lost art now, which I, I still feel they, they do in the bigger scale movies, but it's something that I kind of appreciate from back in the day. Yeah. And I do like I look I do like scales. Um, you know, you can tell. See, there's so much CGI nowadays that when it does show up, it's pretty. You know, you can kind of tell, I guess. Yeah, I, I I do enjoy yeah, that. I mean, I would say so. Speaking of scale, I was watching uh, Lord of the Rings, which I believe they use a lot of scale there, if I'm not mistaken. Oh sure. So, um, yeah. So it's it's which by the way, I'm still on the first one. It's gonna take me like probably like a month to watch the whole <laughs> thing, and I have yeah. to watch them all and I have to watch them in order. That's just kind of how it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we just dish, are you watching like the twelve hour versions of each one? <laughs> I think it's or? just the regular version because my my oh, extended version six hours. My, uh, <laughs> my, we let our like uh, my mother in law borrow them. I don't know if I don't know what year that was. <laughs> I haven't seen them she, since. She's, she's still working on <laughs> yeah, it. <right. laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I don't know which version I would I would watch. I, I've seen them all in just theatrical releases when I used to work at the theater. Um, I haven't really revisited them since. I I own the DVDs like when they were first a thing. I haven't collected it like any other versions after that, whether Blu-ray or. Right. or you know, like or whatever, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I mean, I watched, I, I watched that movie so many times. So I was still like, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I'm like quoting everything. So I'm like, okay, I guess I still remember. I'll, I'll oh, freaking wow. nerded out over those movies, man. It was, yeah. Did not know you were into L O T R. Oh, like dude, that. yeah. Okay. Ended up um, reading the books, like, which, is, <laughs> I don't know, man. When I was a more avid reader uh, after right. the first read one, more. and I read, and I was like, oh, it was really cool. So I was like, anyway, and then I got onto the Hobbit. I mean, it was. A whole thing, so uh, yeah, I totally right. nerded out on that. So, which shouts out to Elijah Wood, uh, who was in Back to the Future Two. We reviewed yes. it. Yes, <laughs> tied it back to that. <laughs> oh God, little little Elijah Wood there. Um, now the, I, I think I guess for the longest time, I did not realize that Hauser was who he was, and Quaid was like the the, the new version of him. I always thought that it was like um, I, I thought Hauser was actually fabricated, manufactured, ah. if you will, you know, by the agency. So I, I, as a young kid, I didn't understand that that was actually him. Right. Well, that's why he wouldn't. The, the main boss didn't want him killed because that was, right, his, fr- was his, his friend. friend, right? Who whose right. idea it was to do this and infiltrate the rebellion and whatever. So yeah, which uh, I thought again, it played out kid, really well. Just, yeah. Looking at the triple boobs, you know, so you, you got distracted forget, as soon as forget some of that dialogue. Man, you got to Mars and you lost like all track of time and track of story and all that. My uh, my buddy Michael over at the um, uh, Sweep the Leg podcast, he often quotes, uh, "Man, I got five kids to feed," and so when we announced, you know, my, <laughs> right. that I'm having a baby, right, I had to, had to, I had to bust out the old, "I got five kids to feed," or at least I will. Oh my God, I even think about that. <laughs> Yeah, for those that don't know, um, not too long ago, my wife and I, we announced that we will be welcoming a uh, baby come November. So, uh, exciting stuff. My fifth. (laughs) Wow. Hey, that's... (laughs) You, sir, have a basketball team now coming up. Yes, I have a starting lineup. You have a starting lineup. (laughs) You do. I do have a starting lineup. Now... I am the coach, or or I may even be the the, the sixth man. I don't know. Well, the new new baby is going to be the... um, the point guard. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's, I guess I got to be center. Yeah, there you go. I order the sixth man again. Oh, so we'll man, see. Phoenix is going to be the center, man. I saw how tall he is. <laughs> he, he, he is taller than yeah. me. You're yeah. right. He is. Uh, I, I asked. Somebody asked him. I don't know if it's Pialani. It might have been Pialani. She, I, I posted something on Phoenix. And then she was like, oh, God, how old is he now? And he, he replied, six feet with the right shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look at him, man. Almost 20 years old, that boy. Oh man! You guys remember when he was fourteen on this podcast? He's almost twenty now. That's crazy. Yeah, time flies, crazy. man. You know, I got a I got a nineteen really year old does. dude, so like that's yeah, weird. Man. It's weird. Yeah, good for both of you guys. I saw that uh, he he uh, voted a few months yep, ago. That's right. Yeah, we made sure we we're like we went for the drag you to the. By the way, our polling <laughs> our polling spot. Well, not this time around, but when he first voted, it's like a block and a half away from here. And then we go from that, oh, nice. like the convenience and the luxury and the privilege, if you will, of being able to walk down the street and vote in like a matter of 10 minutes to standing in freaking line for two over two hours, almost three hours, wow. like the last vote in the middle of a freaking pandemic because yeah. of our, tra- and, and of our trash ass freaking uh, <laughs> state, <laughs> state, <Co-Hager>. our state <laughs> fucking um, Supreme Court here is trash. Oh, anyway, man. that's just my rant there. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, what'd you think? What'd you think about when they actually put 
Quaid under, right? There's there's a scene where he's like picking out a woman, you know, he wanted a brunette, someone athletic, demure, uh, something like that. Yeah, I and, don't know and, if and... Arnold Schwarzenegger knew what that word meant. <laughs> oh no, come on, man! Because I did it. <laughs> well, yeah, you were like freaking seven. <laughs> As a thirty-seven-year-old man, oh, okay. I still did it. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, man. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" To be, I had to look that up. Oh my god, you're like, uh, it sounds French. <laughs> It's not. It is. <laughs> I'm just giving you yeah. a hard time. But hey, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was interesting. I like. See, here's the thing, and and this is where you think with a newer version of Total Recall, right? Like they did, because you have we have the technology now to make the special effects look cooler or better. That scene would be better. You know what I mean? That would work out. But yes, I think that I think what whoever wrote, you know, no offense, but however it was written, it wasn't very memorable because I don't remember any of the freaking new version you know where this i remember the whole right. film even though the the special effects were not necessarily uh you know obviously not as advanced as now and you can see that you know and for whatever reason man we keep going into these futuristic situations and the cars all look very similar <laughs> remember yeah, time right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah blade runner <laughs> right yeah all, all of those they, we haven't reviewed blade runner but that's kind of what we're getting at like these futuristic cops they are cops cars they have not changed very right. much time cop is just like really yeah, right. like exactly. this is the near future and you guys <laughs> couldn't it was still boxy yeah. looking and everything they heavy. And, <laughs> yeah so, yeah same thing with the vehicles here what what do you think of their uber version here the the johnny cab what do you think of i that? like johnny cab you know, he didn't, you yeah, know, a little sass, whatever. He's got a little attitude. He's like, you know, you know rolls his exactly. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you don't remember coming in here? Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, why did he get mad? Well, why did he blow himself up? What was that about? Who, Johnny Cab or? Uh... Yeah, Johnny Cab. Oh, I, I well, thought just it... because. Oh, you, I thought that Arnold kind of messed him up, though, didn't he? Yeah, I kind guess of, somebody was swearing, and yeah. I don't know. Did we get the reveal? Against the rules, yeah. I don't know. The Johnny Cab also has like a. I, I think it's kind of one of those con, uh, like safety contingencies. Like if something were to happen, you need a remote control to steer the vehicle. Yeah. Well, I do like that it's a joystick. Yeah, right. They had like joysticks basically. <laughs> that that was dope. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, Johnny Cabs. Um, don't really care for that, but I I do. I kind of like their future though. I mean, I know it's in Mars and stuff like that. Um, it's bleak as fuck. It looks like bland and dirty and gross and sterile and weird. No, not sterile is not the right word. But it just looks bland. It just looks really bleak. And then they go yeah. to Mars and it goes even bleaker, but in red. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know. Like I, I really do like the story, but um, I felt some parts were uh, a, a little long. So I don't know if just pacing was an issue for me. Um, but I, I do like a lot of like the different sequences. But it's they're they're kind of like sectioned off though you, you know what i mean it's, it's like let's visit a new level okay now he's going through the suitcase and you know we get like a backstory and stuff like that uh then we got you know the two weeks scene what, what did you think of that effect you know with the head coming apart to reveal arnold i thought that was cool i thought that effect was good and i wonder yeah. if that's like where a lot of um, thought was put into it because i do remember that being a big deal too when it did come out um because I, that was kind of that was pretty cool so i, I did like that effect um, you know, and, and even so, the makeup wasn't necessarily bad, like, you know, the people who were considered quote-unquote mutants or whatever. Um, and it makes sense that that the guy who's running the shit and, you know, there's this, like, anti-mutant, quote-unquote, like, sentiment, you know, and how how they would go into, like, break them up and just start shooting, 
shoot first, ask questions, never, basically. Right, right, right. So that, made, uh, that all made sense. That all tracks. That all tracks. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, now, judging absolutely. how the world is exactly going, yeah, just That's tra- exactly that all tracks. That's exactly how it is. Um, yeah. And, and I think as far as pacing, I think you're right. There's a certain, maybe even a way of transitioning from scene to scene that might be a little bit kind of clunky. But overall, I like the story. You know what I mean? I still like the concept and the story. And even, uh, even though it's like really like fucked up to watch, like them falling into the atmosphere of Mars without yeah their oxygen. Without oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, that's pretty fucked up. Now, I don't know how they came back from that, but okay. <laughs> you see, once they got to a certain point, this shouldn't be okay. <laughs> when right. the eyes are, when like the trach is bulging, their eyes are bulging, everything's like, it's, it's, I just um, don't see kinda, them coming back to like the, how they were before that. I didn't do research on this, but it reminds me of some of the effects from um, Inner Space. Did you ever watch that with uh, Martin Short and Dennis oh. Quaid? A Dennis very Quaid, long yeah. time ago. I don't remember any of it. Yeah, so. me and Phoenix actually reviewed that too. That was one of our really early ones. And uh, I still think that holds up, uh, especially for a sci-fi movie. I really love that. Um, but there's uh, a few sequences where they take Martin Short's uh, face and then he he changes to, um, I don't remember the actor's name, but he changes into the, the character of the cowboy. And I feel there was uh, some similarities uh, in in the, um, you know, Quaid having his face I don't know, kind of transition and mutate without the oxygen. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I, maybe some other I, I would have too. to check it out. I, man, it's been so long. I think I saw a movie when it came out, and that's the last time I've seen it. Um, actually, it might have been Richard Dreyfuss, uh, not William Hurt. Uh, well, Cronenberg intended to cast William Hurt in the role and envisioned the film as Spider Goes to Mars. Uh, producer Dino De Laurentiis uh, took on the project with Richard Dreyfuss attached to star. Uh, Pat- Patrick Swayze, who had recently starred in Dirty Dancing, was also considered for the role. So a few different places. Patrick Swayze, I think that would also be considered like a Patrick Swayze classic. Richard Dreyfuss, I feel. William Hurt is probably, you know, I mean, I guess Dune fans love him, right? And things that... He's, that a good, he's a good actor. I just he don't is. see him in this role. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a fit. I, I just see him in a different kind. Of, I don't know. Everything I've seen him, it's been pretty heavy. You know what I mean? Like more serious, heavy stuff. This is not necessarily heavy or serious. It's like a sci-fi adventure. You know what I mean? Right. Mm, that would have been interesting to see like uh, Patrick Swayze. Dance his way through Mars? I would have seen that. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe him and Melina have a moment in the in the bar or whatever. Do that. <laughs> he lifts the, her up. The lift. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, what what are some of the other scenes that to get to you? We kind of mentioned like the um, the X ray scene that 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 still works for me too, where yep. they show the gun, you know, crashes through, crashes through the the side of the, the oh, mirror there. Take taking out the probe. Ooh, when he took oh, out the yeah, probe up the nose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh, that 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 that. Oh, cr- crunch. You crunch. Know, yeah, the crunch. crunch. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty. I like that better than the the reveal of the head. You know. Yeah, with the old, I agree with lady. you. I don't remember it being that grossed out, but I was definitely very much grossed out. Mind you, maybe I shouldn't have been eating while watching this. That was terrible timing. I could have eaten earlier. I, I feel like I, I'm picturing you sitting there, like cutting your steak up real good, and you keep looking up and down, like, oh, I don't want to miss a thing. So you're feeding yourself. And you're like, oh, why, don't, why am I eating during this moment? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he had like a, he had, he didn't even have like a cabbage patch kid. He had a garbage pail kid on his belly, basically. <laughs> right. Um, dude, I have a story about like one time I really regretted eating while I was watching something because it, it made me really sick to my stomach. Um, but I was eating while watching Faces of Death. Oh, yeah. No. I don't. I don't know what I was thinking. Why? But I lost my appetite immediately. Uh, yeah. 
No, 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 no. Regretted it. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you can Google it yourself. I'm yeah, do it yourself. It. We're not gonna promote that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> bleep it out. <laughs> no, yeah, no. yeah. Man, I feel like we we spend more, t- you know, just as much tangents than we have on the actual movie. But I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like f- following the adventures, you know, yeah. like this. It's, it's pretty straightforward. There's not a lot going on. Maybe, yeah, it's really just the idea yeah. of like the implants yep. and commenting on like the special effects. I like the uh, the fingernail polish. That's pretty cool. I thought that was really cool. Hmm. I think that's still ahead of its time. Like, I, it's not I around. Where's it? See, right. <laughs> yeah. it's a patriarchy because they're not thinking about they're not thinking about doing that for nails. And mind you, nail polish is not necessarily just for women. It's pretty much for anybody. Yeah. Why, what's up? What's up with them not building this? Come on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people could use it. I blame the patriarchy. Maybe some sort of like uh, uh, microscopic film that you can place over your fingernail beds. And then mm. you know, using your smartphone and via Bluetooth, you could just change the colors. Here we go. Maybe we can do some nanotechnology. See, I watch a lot of stuff, yes. a lot of um, Ter- Terminator Marvel Universe Genesis stuff, you know, and nano. all that, right? Of course, and, and Terminator. So, yeah, nanotechnology. Have that on a clear, on a clear, um, on a clear uh, nail polish, and then you can use the technology to like change colors. Boom. So you right. don't have to go into the nail bed. Ah, see. Yeah. All right. There you go. Go on, scientists. Yeah. Take care of that. Thank you. <laughs> um. I do like this movie. I would watch it again. Actually, I I feel like I own this on a double Blu-ray disc with something else of Arnold's. Still don't recall in something else. I I, I can't think it of it. Could be Predator, right could it? You know, I think you're right. I, I think, think it they did have a Predator. Predator Total Recall. By yeah. the way, I used to say Total Recall really fast. So people thought I was saying Puerto Rico. Um, that's just <laughs> me. That. That's just a little aside that yeah. has nothing to do with anything. So you started slowing it down a little bit? I had bit. to slow it down because people were like, what about Puerto Rico? I'm not, it's not, what is that? I'm like, no, the movie, Arnold. Total Arnold Rico. is in Puerto Rico right now. <laughs> like, what? Anyway. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's Okay, so, yeah, I, I guess we kind of gave our thoughts on, on, on the movie itself. I, I think, uh, I don't know, you, you'd recommend this movie? I think I do. I do. I had fun watching it. It's not a great movie, but it's, and it's pretty straightforward. You're right, follow the adventure, right? Um, yeah. some definitely some gnarly scenes. It's fun to revisit. Um, the quarter reveal was kind of like a little scary. It was a surprise, though. I'll tell you that much. When I first watched it, it wasn't. I didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? Right. Like the dude was actually a part of the guy. Like, um, where was he this whole time? We didn't see that. No, he did not have <laughs> just, a big. Just like co- the, re- the re- reveal of the mutant arm too. Right. Like, hold yeah. on, where was that hiding? Exactly. That's the technology, right? Hiding that stuff. So, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it's. It's not a movie you take serious, but you can have a good time. So I would recommend it. Okay. Uh, now, just looking over on the Googles to see what uh, some of the ratings are on the other websites, uh, IMDb has it at 7.5 out of 10. Uh, it is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at 82%. What do hmm. you think about those scores? I mean, I would have put it at a 7. So okay. I'm kind of around yeah. the neighborhood. I, I feel like the the people that voted it really high are probably like... Um, Probably really into sci-fi as well, and I'm not saying I'm not, but it's just not my like preferred genre. Um, you know, I really enjoyed Flight of the Navigator. You know, that's that's actually a pretty good sci-fi family movie. You know, that's a you good got film. Time traveling, yeah, it's it's just a good film. Period. Yeah, that's you know, a good even family it's a movie Disney too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, Total Recall. It's one that I will re- revisit. I own uh, a Schwarzenegger classic, but on a um, on a, I don't know, on a top 10 Arnold movie list, I feel this would probably be like in my bottom five. Okay, I can see that. I would have to do a list, but so I'm just, better, you know, just, you know. Better I feel than like Commando. <laughs> no, maybe not. Oh, man, I'd have to revisit Commando. 
Like I feel this is up there. Like they're probably on par, honestly, okay, with me. Possibly. There's the one that I saw. I can't remember the name of it. Which where he's where he shoots an alligator and it says your luggage. That one. But I can't remember <laughs> the name of that. Oh my god! What is that? The eraser or something? Yeah, that's the eraser. Know. That is, is the is eraser. It? Wow. Yes. Okay. Good call. I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Good recall. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Good recall. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but um, I really enjoyed True Lies back in the day too. I hate that movie. Right? Really? I cannot okay. stand that film. Yeah. I feel, I feel like you might have brought that up. I'm not sure. Yeah, I probably have. T2 would have to be really up there, if not number one. Oh. Predator, probably number two. Yo, between Predator Predator and T2, that's a tough call for me. Because when you revisit Predator, have you done that in a while recently? I did review it um, with uh, Justin from Epic Film Guys. Okay. So that, that is a review here, yeah. Um, I, have, I think I probably watched it maybe a couple of years ago. It holds up. Really it well. does. It really does. Like really yes. well. Like more surprisingly more so than I thought it would from from movie from that era. It's also scored by Alan Silvestri. So if you watch Predator and then you watch Back to the Future Two, like you can hear it. It's like the same music almost. Ah, almost. I mean, you can pull up some scenes and listen to it. Like, dang, That's yeah, fun. he almost just recycled some of his own score. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, all right, so that, that was the score. So, you know, mm. we're kind of doing something uh, newer here. We did update the uh, Postagic and Friends group. So if you've been listening to us for a while, remember that. Um, that was, you know, an attempt to kind of just consolidate all the episodes I did for a group. But I've turned it into kind of like the main group for Postagic, really, and then anything else uh, I do with other co-hosts from other shows. Uh, but if you want, just uh, search Postagic and Friends. You'll find us, send a request, and I'll let you win. Um, but we do have a few uh, feedback. So it's been a while since we've uh, had something like this for, for Podstalgic. Um, first bit of feedback is from mutual friend of ours, JG. Uh, he says, Total Recall has always been one of my favorite movies growing up and still watch it whenever it's on TV. Arnold was a lucky man to have a prime Sharon Stone and Rachel, help me out again. To Content. To cotton, right? Okay, yep. Up has love interest. I agree with that. Uh, the biggest thing for me, and my question for you guys is: Do you believe it was all a dream? Looking forward to hearing the episode. Thanks, Jay. Uh, who I Thanks, had man. the uh, yep honor to meet in person, IRL. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Jay. I, I don't. It was all a dream. Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was. I think it happened. I think that the whole. I like the idea of it being Quaid. Quaid's idea from the beginning to kind of like infiltrate and all that business and then having uh oh shoot now i forget the main character's name but i know quaid was was the quote-unquote bad guy um uh, hauser was the hauser bad yeah guy. hauser was quaid the the new quaid's, arnold got it. okay so quaid yeah, yeah basically like having the memory erased to, to to create this persona and then you know get, getting infiltrating the rebels i i like that idea better than it being a dream I think so because um, um, saying it's a dream kind of gives you the impression that, uh, that it, there was like a big reset button, right? Like everything you watch was all for naught. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like that idea. I mean, so, and 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 also the fact that he was dreaming about it or having similar dreams of Mars or whatever in the beginning makes sense because he got his brain fucked with, right? Right. You know, so the the even though even though the people were obviously doing the recall business. It's not an exact science, and it can fuck you up, obviously. Sure, and I just love like the um, the reveal of like, oh shit, I am a bad guy this this entire time, you right. know. So, so all of that, like, it, it works. So you think it's a dream, then all of that's just like, man, that was just one wild like spy, you know, memory. Right, implant. and it worked. Yeah, right. that worked. Yeah, I like how the dude came came at him, telling him, "Hey, I'm the creator of Recall." 
you're you think you're in the real world, but you're not. Why don't you take this pill, buddy? Ooh, and he, how and he started, that scene, and huh? he almost had it. Like he was like, that's not. And then and then he saw the sweat, the bead of sweat. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. love that. You know what? That still worked for me. That worked. That was really good. Good, great writing and and uh, execution right there. You know, uh, the, the the fighting was actually pretty good too. Uh, very few instances. I actually, you know, I, I thought that it might be a stunt double. So, uh, you know, I want to give credit to maybe it was the time still where like they they didn't have um, stunt people doing like a majority of the stunt. I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't know that world, but I feel like any time they fought, I, for the most part, I felt like it was always them. Right. It was pretty good. Um, I think I don't know if I like the beginning stunts as much, like when he's uh, fighting his construction worker, dude friend buddy whatever and that right, crew right. Where, that yeah, didn't look they, all uh, that great but i think cross. when he was fighting like with when um when uh melina and sharon stone were involved and yeah arnold was involved in those kind of fights they got better as the movie went along i think and they, they yeah. were some pretty good scenes there too i agree with that uh next a uh, little bit of f- feedback is my, my co-host over at original remake also host of uh, sober cinema and like 12 other shows uh michael denniston he says quato is disgusting Okay. And, uh, Facts. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He shares the uh, the image, and uh, <laughs> it's pretty good though. It's in in I I said that it looks like Chucky at the end of Child's Play. You know, there I think you go. it's yeah. blown up I, and melted. Yep. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, one of our new members in the group, but a, a moderator of my Cobra Kai one, and a uh, a friend of mine who I met through Cobra Kai, uh, Dorian here from from Australia. He says, uh, one of my favorites as a kid, and yes, I said kid, I saw this movie when I was around five years old. Young, right? My uncle was babysitting me, and he hired it. Hmm. Ask must be a rental. What... Must be must be a word for rental in Australia. Okay, that could be it. You know how that is. You know how they do over there. I, I do. Mean, they, got, they got wild creatures chasing them everywhere they go. <laughs> yeah, they got to come sure, up with sure. different words for things. Uh, Ask me what I wanted to watch, and I said that uh, that one being Total Recall. Without giving it a second thought, we sat through the whole movie, but my other uncle came da- uh, came home, and there was a full-blown argument between them, not taking any notice. I'm uh, imitating Quato, saying, open your mind, swearing and quoting the movie. <laughs> Needless to say, when I go to school on Monday, my parents warned me not to quote the movie uh, to other kids. So... <laughs> Remember, you know, <laughs> just just watch the movies. You you don't repeat what the movies do and say. Oh my God, that's hilarious! That's a great story. But he was, he was five, the, though. He was five. Ahead of your time, telling him to open your mind. Don't get, what's the, what the argument exactly? I, I love it. Right, little five right. year old, little five year old. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and this is, you know, one of the, one of those instances where, like, yeah, aside from the triple boobs, other than that, yeah, it's just language. But uh, this could definitely be one of those movies, you know, too young to be watching. Yeah. I think I think five's a little, you know, we had no business watching that, but you did choose it right, and your right. uncle was okay with it for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not saying like, no, you, Dor- Dorian, you shouldn't have watched that, but this is one of those movies that none of us probably should have watched when we were too young to be watching it. Right. Yeah. Sne- sneaking like the HBOs or uh, again, uh, USA Up All Night, perhaps, you know, watching this. Perhaps. And, uh, and the next one comes from uh, Marvin, a uh, buddy I just made here again through the uh, Cobra Kai fandom. Um, he says, oh, that's going to be good. One of my absolute favorites. So there you go. It's uh, one of those uh, essential Arnold movies, I feel. Nice. You think so? I think so. Essential? I think so. I think it's in the top 10. You know, again, like if you kind of if you kind of made a list of like movies, essential Arnold movies to watch, I feel this would be one of them, even though I said this would probably be like in my bottom five. Yeah. You know, like uh, True Lies, I, I can't I can't recommend that to like everybody. You don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. 
I'm yeah, like, one, so, but I think I'm one of the few people who don't. Most of the people I know who watch True Lies love that movie. I I think it's funny, it's good, but maybe maybe it's ties to James Cameron. Is that does that taint it? Um, no, I don't. I this is actually it doesn't because I watched it because it was James Cameron and Arnold. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I think a lot of us why. did. Yeah, I just didn't care for it. Um, I you know I never watched Twins, so I don't know. And that's a that's supposed still to be, never. No, still never. Never wow, have I ever. Okay. Seriously. So that's one I should I should watch to see how that holds up. Yeah, just to see like how Arnold is in in comedy. Yeah, right. right. That's one of his earlier ones before. Yeah, and uh, Danny DeVito is a freaking comedic genius. So like he is, he's good, dude. He's he's a funny motherfucker, man. So I I, I would I don't know. Well, I gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah. I I would say so. You know, it, it, of the two movies, I'd say that. See, Twins is kind of essential too because it's like one of his early you know comedies. Um, I feel like that was before even Kindergarten Cop, which right. I believe came out the same year as this one, ah. Total Recall. Yeah, I would prefer Twins over Kindergarten Cop, but that'd be interesting. Kindergarten Cop definitely has the more quotes, but also that was like the, uh, dare I say, family friendly, because I feel like a lot of the kids talked about Kindergarten Cop in school. Right. Not so much Twins. Right. But, but Twins you're, you're, does. You're ahead of the curve on that one, Peter. Yeah, maybe. Twin, <laughs> twins was kind of like a heist movie. You know, I mean, it's not necessarily family friendly, really, but it's just, you know, there's, I mean, it, I guess it can be, there's nothing adult about it, but, but you don't think like a, a classroom uh, field trip would be two twins, you know, I think right. kindergarten cop kindergarten would be cop. more so, even though like the first 20 minutes of that movie comes off like a rated R cop movie. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting because it's kind of like, man, I don't remember this entire, so like, I remember he was a cop before he became undercover, but there's this whole, he's chasing bad guys, cuffing like a strip or not a stripper, but a, um, like a streetwalker to like a dead body kind of thing. There's all these things like, this is in a kindergarten cop movie, this PG. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Some questionable things in there for sure. Um, so I think that's going to do it for our review of Total Recall. We both recommend it. Thanks again to those that left us uh, feedback, the first in a really long time. So, um, yep, just trying to um, engage with the listeners more. So if you guys want to join that group, again, that's Paul Stagic and Friends. Mariano, where can people find you if they want to get a hold of you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Papelefante. That's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. And also on the Postagic and Friends group. That's right. Um, you know, one thing we uh, didn't mention, and Mariano, maybe you didn't know this, but the guy who played Tony, the one with the makeup and the big old scar across his face. Yeah. You know, kind of, yeah, that was played by Dean Norris. Dean Norris? Breaking I Bad, said Breaking Dean, Bad Norris. Dean Norris? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hank, Hank Schrader. He played that? What? That was him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to check some pictures of that. Wow. Yep, Because yep. I, I have the cast up and I just completely missed it. But I remembered he was also like one of the, like, uh, he played like a police officer in T2 also. One of those things. Kind of like, well, that was Dean Norris also. Wow. Um, Dean Norris has been some things, but it's also before we knew him as Hank. So he right, looks exactly, a little bit yeah. thinner. Different. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that makes um, sense. Hard to Kill was another movie he was in. That was like, what? That's Dean Norris? Uh, because uh, JC, uh, Liquor Run, he, he was a guest on that show, Hard to Kill. Ah. So Hard to Dean kill. Norris is everywhere. Yeah, back in the day. We can yeah, talk about that another time. 
All right. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Uh, you can find us on um, Twitter and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well at Postalgic. And uh, I mentioned uh, Cobra Kai. You know, if you guys are interested in some Cobra Kai coverage, have not yet found one, or looking for more of, uh, check out Cobra Kai Companion. Con- Companion spelled with a K. Uh, at this point, I've done 45 interviews with you know cast and crew uh, from the show and actors from the original four movies. Uh, so that'll do it. Catch you guys on the next episode, and thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.